0: The big challenge is this, how are investors like us, who are not backed by a billion-dollar hedge fund, who are investing money from our own pockets, how do we buy, sell, and invest in the properties we believe in, yet still make a profit without risking all of our own money? That is the challenge. In this podcast, we'll give you the answers. My name is Nate Armstrong, and welcome to The Social Media Blueprint.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Social Media Blueprint podcast grateful that you have tuned in with us today. So let me ask you, have you ever wondered about reverse mortgages? You know, there are some really strong opinions both for and against reverse mortgages, and there is certainly no shortage of advertising out there. I mean, you turn on the TV and you're going to see a commercial about reverse mortgages uh, before the end of, of your viewing session. But what are they? What are they really? And how can we as either investors or real estate agents, how can we best serve our clients by really understanding all the ins and outs of reverse mortgages? Well, today, Nate and I have the privilege of interviewing Christine Harms Heike. She is someone that is affectionately referred to as the queen of reverse mortgages. She knows all the ins and outs about reverse mortgages, and so she is going to teach us exactly what a reverse mortgage is, and how we can help those that are in our sphere of influence that might be in a reverse mortgage. There is, this is certainly a niche that receives a lot of publicity, but in all honesty, not too many people have a lot of knowledge or facts about reverse mortgages. Well, today, all of that ends. So sharpen your pencils. What you are about to learn could give you the upper hand against your competition when it comes to dealing with clients, customers, or sellers that have reverse mortgages. So without any further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Blueprint Podcast. We are so excited to have you on today's episode Glad that you have joined us, and we are really, really excited for today's episode because we have a very special guest, a real estate service provider that is going to just really open your eyes to a lot of possibilities today. So we are going to jump into that in just a few minutes when we introduce her and our topic and everything. But first, Nate, how are you doing today, sir?
0: Awesome, Chris, man. Yeah, Glad that we got a, a good guest on. So we're gonna be talking reverse mortgages, man. This is a a hot topic uh, near and dear to a lot of our investors hearts because a lot of us bump into these out in the field and um, a lot of us bump into seniors that need a new place to go to. And so when we finally found someone that is the queen of reverse mortgages, I got pretty excited. So I'm glad that we're doing this episode today.
1: Awesome. yeah, me too. when you when you mentioned that, the the Queen of reverse mortgages, so many different things went through my head. And um, yeah, we just recently had in in our social media blueprint group, we just recently had uh, some questions that popped up about reverse mortgages and how they relate to, like you said, seniors and and investing and all kinds of things. So yeah, this will be a really, really great episode. So without further ado, let us bring on our guest. Everyone, welcome, Christina Harms-Heike. We are so glad to have you here, Christina.
2: Thank you so much for having me today. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're we're glad that you were able to take some time and join us and our listeners because, um, as Nate said, we have had some questions pop up recently, and who better to get answers from than the queen of reverse mortgages? <laughs> now, now so you,
0: you're gonna you're gonna have to tell us and everyone else uh, how you earn that title. How do you earn the title of queen of reverse mortgages in the country?
2: I I don't claim it. I don't say it myself, but um, I will let others say it. I appreciate it. Um, I've been in this industry working in my dad's office since I was 16. So I know a thing or two. Um, But also I'm a CRMP. It's a certified reverse mortgage professional. And there's only 163 of us in the nation. And I was the youngest to ever achieve that designation. It's It's pretty difficult. You've got to close at least 50 reverses or be in the industry three years and pass this bear of a test. There's a 25 percent pass rate. Um, So once you get that, you're a CRMP. And I was the youngest and uh, I'm a little more outspoken than other people are about reverse. I think they're just amazing tools and I'm out to spread the word.
0: Ah, so, so you you think that they're blessings to the world when a lot of people, they're like, oh, reverses, because they don't know anything, I'm, I'm sure. But okay, this is gonna be fun, okay?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's great, because I think there are a lot of misconceptions out there about reverse mortgages. So this will be really, really good for, for me personally, but also for our listeners. So yeah, this is great. I'm excited to get in there and everything. So yeah, we want to clear up a lot of those misconceptions and everything. So let me just kind of give everyone that's listening a um, kind of a roadmap for what uh, we're going to talk about on this call. Um, you know, most of our listeners are investors. And so we are definitely going to touch on some investment related topics and you know, as they pertain to reverse mortgages. But we also have a lot of people that listen in that are either considering a reverse mortgage or uh, we have a lot of real estate agents that um, follow us and, and Uh, that work with us that can benefit from more knowledge about reverse mortgages when they are helping their clients and things. So we're going to touch on several different things. And we might even sneak a couple of questions in at the very end for uh, Christina to help us out on just thinking about marketing. I mean, because just the name alone, even though you don't use it, Christina, or you don't uh, maybe claim it or whatever, just that name alone, Queen of Reverse Mortgages, it just gives us a little bit of insight of how we as investors might find little ways, niche ways to market ourselves. So we might sneak some marketing questions in on you too there for, uh, for some of our listeners. So Christina, you gave us a little bit of an insight as to who you are uh, a second ago and how you got started. Why don't you build upon that? And let us really get to know you a little bit before we get into specific questions on mortgages and things.
2: Yeah. So I actually have a degree in finance and my dad is a mortgage broker and a realtor. So I actually started my career in high school. He said, you need a real job. (laughs) So I every summer worked in his office and got my real estate license when I was uh, 19. I'm here in California. So the way I'm licensed, I have to have a real estate license and then a mortgage license as well. Um, So it gives me a nice insight to be able to work with mortgage professionals, real estate agents, and then I have a degree in finance. I also worked at Northwestern Mutual for some time, which is all about life insurance and investing. So it gave me a really good, broad view to understand retirement and then bring that into real estate. When I found my first reverse mortgage, it was life-changing for my clients. It was difficult. They're not easy things to get through. You really need an expert. And it's, I mean, I'm eight years in and I learned something new yesterday on reverse. So it, um, it's not just normal guidelines like any other loan. Um, but that's brought me to today where all I do is reverse and I love it. It's just, it's my absolute passion. I'm changing lives every single day.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, anytime you're in a, in a field, if you can niche down and, and really understand that particular product, it's, it's always a benefit. So, and then when somebody's working with you, obviously you have a lot of great insights, especially with that variety of background. So, very good. Glad to hear that. All right. So, um, again, as we said before, a lot of misconceptions out there about a reverse mortgage. And so, I mean, Most people, I would guess, me included, and I've I've been in real estate for a while now, but most people, um, the knowledge that we have about reverse mortgages probably comes from celebrities that we see on TV. And so why don't you give us a little bit of background and tell us, just first, before we get into maybe requirements, benefits, all those kinds of things, why don't you just tell us what a reverse mortgage is?
2: Well, it's a little more relatable today because of the pandemic, people now understand what a deferred payment can be. And so reverse mortgage is essentially just a deferred payment loan, but you're able to defer all of your payments should you want to. Now you can make the payments, but most people don't. And sometimes if there's enough equity, you can actually receive payments from the mortgage or a lump sum or set up a line of credit for however long you live in the home and that's really nice for retirement because you know HELOCs only are open for 10 years and then they close so if you can set up a line of credit when you're 62 and have it be open and available to you until you're 92 or even older that really protects you in your retirement years it's a lot more flexible than any other mortgage
1: awesome awesome so i'm going to i'm going to quiz you on that because i um my my thinking of a reverse mortgage was simply, I can take out this mortgage and I could make payments if I chose to. So I, I, I think I understood that going into this. But, um, you know, and then it gets paid off when I leave the home, you know, however I leave the home. And so, but um, did I understand you correctly or did, am I reading into it that you can actually get a reverse mortgage even if you don't have equity in the home? As long as you meet other qualifications, possibly.
2: No, I, I'm sorry, I misspoke there. Um, you do uh, have that to might have. Might have just been me. Yeah, you have to have at least 50 percent equity, and okay. then you, within that, whatever is available. There's different ways you can choose to structure the reverse All mortgage. Right.
1: Excellent, excellent. Then why don't you go ahead and tell us what the requirements of your typical reverse mortgage might be?
2: Yeah, um, at least one borrower has to be 60 years old or over. They can have a younger spouse. That's one of the misconceptions. Um, They must live in the home as their primary residence. So when we get into the investment talk, we're gonna talk about how to make that work with investment properties, because there's a great way. and I'm I'm excited to share it later. Um, But so you've gotta be at least 60, must be the primary residence. They actually have to live in the home the entire time they have the reverse mortgage, at least one spouse. So if one spouse passes away, that's fine. It will continue on for the other. Uh, There's no term. So you can have your reverse mortgage and be 105, 110. It's a really nice way to protect against longevity and increasing cost of living. Uh, I've got my notes over here. We have uh, loan amounts up to 4 million. So the most expensive property I ever did a reverse on was 7 million. Um, We can go up to values of 10 million. Uh, it's a non recourse loan. We can get into all the details of that, but some of our audience will automatically know what that means. And then we can do single family residence, one to four units, some condos, some manufactured homes. And that's where you really need an expert like me because it gets really tricky in all these different details.
0: That is really, really interesting. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. I got a question on that. Okay, so, Christina, um, a lot of times we get calls. Uh, from people that they want to downsize, they want to move into something different. Okay, and so uh, we go look at their existing property. We make an offer to either list it or buy it, depending on if we're a realtor or if we're going to purchase it ourselves. But then the next step to help them on the the transition is get them a new place to live. And if they're a senior, can they walk in and purchase with a new? Uh, reverse mortgage, or is it 100% just refinancing existing equity?
2: Thank you for that opening. Yes. In 2011, they created the reverse mortgage for purchase. So it's still really unknown. Most people think it has to be a refinance. But that senior that you're talking about, if they have about $300,000 in cash, they could do a purchase price of about $600,000. So it really opens up what you can do for that senior and not have them incur a new payment. So their fixed monthly costs are still really low.
0: Does it have to be a senior? Could I do it?
2: (laughs) It has to be. Um, It's one of those rare mortgages where we actually have an age requirement. It's 60 and up.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) I I know. I would do
2: one right now if I could.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Non-recourse loan, 50% LTV. I'd take that all day long as an investor. Why not? (laughs) I love. Okay, that. so so 2011 they changed it. So now um, a senior can purchase with that. So us, whether we're an investor helping transition someone out of their house, or we're helping list a house for sale, if there is someone that needs to purchase a new house and they're a senior, they could qualify for a reverse mortgage. So this would be a viable vehicle to help grandma or grandpa transition. And um, that's as investors, especially that's one of the biggest roadblocks we face. Um, we're working with a property right now in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where it's the granddaughter that called us and she's trying to help grandma sell her house. She um, She's tired of seeing grandma get used by all of the, the in-laws and whatnot. They're all staying at our house for free and grandma just wants to transition. So granddaughter's helping her sell the property, but she's not able to help her transition until she finds grandma a new place, a smaller place. And so this option is one that we could insert and add value to the seller first, show them like, hey, this is a valuable step, introduce them to Christina. And then we can help them transition out of their their existing property. So I I love this.
2: Cool. Yeah. Can I tag on one more concept onto that? Mm -hmm. If this is something you're commonly dealing with, I often call it the retirement maker because let's go those figures again. Say you're helping grandma sell the home for Mm 600,000. Well, she's going to cash out five something. And typically, if they're trying to stay in the same area, they're not really going to go down in price all that much. So they're really trying to to squeeze what they can do. What we can do with a reverse mortgage is cut their down payment in half so they keep the rest of that cash. And there's people out there who we've helped who didn't have a retirement account at all. And after going through this transition, downsizing, and it helps if the purchase price is lower, but it doesn't have to be so much lower because you're not sinking all of that cash into it. So we call it the retirement maker because they're able to then keep some of that cash without having to put it all into the next property.
0: Retirement maker has a nice ring to it.
2: Yeah, Yeah, if you follow me on Facebook, I've got a really cool video demo. So anybody who wants to friend me on Facebook, let me know if you want that.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely add your contact information uh, at the end of this. That's great. Cool. Very, very good. So you, you talked about one misconception there uh, a few minutes ago about how, um, you know, people have to be uh, 60 plus, but they can't have a spouse that is younger than that. So in other words, both spouses don't have to be above 60. Um, are there any other misconceptions out there that you come across quite often that um, that people might wanna know uh, in order to, to qualify or to take advantage of this?
2: Tons, and I'm, I'm often surprised that I hear these misconceptions from financial planners, from other mortgage people, From realtors, from the general public, of course, have really big misconceptions, but I'm always surprised at, uh, and that's part of my mission, is to help educate the professionals. So uh, one big one is that the bank takes the home. That's not true at all. It's a lien against title, just like any other mortgage. The difference is you don't have to make a monthly payment, and because you don't, over time, that loan balance can grow. We can talk about that in a minute, but in most appreciating markets, that's an okay situation. You know, in Iowa, where my dad is from, we often joke maybe we wouldn't be doing reverse mortgages because you can't guarantee that appreciation. But I'm here in California, and almost every situation I look at, we're balancing cash flow with home equity of the future for the heirs. So it's not one or the other. That's a big misconception that you're trading one for the other. Um, another one I've got my notes over here. Another one is that you you can use all of the equity. Um, and you actually alluded to that earlier. So if the home's value is 700,000, great. Give me 700,000 cash. That's not how it works. We can do about half, depending on the age. Um, people in their nineties can borrow a little more than people in their eighties who can borrow a little more than people in their seventies who can borrow a little more than people in their sixties. So you always want to run the numbers with someone like me on a specific situation. Don't disqualify just based on 50% LTV because some of them go up to 75% depending on the situation. Um, Another misconception is that you can't sell the home. It's a lien against title. You can sell at any time. There's no prepayment penalties. And that's kind of the ideal. If someone can do a reverse mortgage while they're still able to live in the home and then maybe they get into their nineties and they're no longer able to stay then at that point, sell the home so that you can get the rest of the equity out to pay for wherever you're going for care. So it's kind of the ideal. It's a nice middle bridge. And some people will stay in their home for the rest of their lives. That's that's the ideal, but not everyone will be able to. And it's important they know they can sell when they're ready for any reason. Got a couple okay. others here. Okay. Uh, misconception that you can't make payments. You can, and you're actually in control of whether that loan balance grows or not. Some people treat it like an interest-only loan. You can make payments in any amount, Mm -hmm. at any time, should you want to, or don't. So it's really flexible. Uh, Another misconception, and this is from old financial planning advice with old reverse mortgage rules and the old reverse mortgage types of loans, the way they worked, was that you leave the reverse mortgage to do as the last possible thing. Let's use all the assets and then... Finally, when we're out of everything else, let's use the reverse mortgage. And there's actually studies, yeah, there's actually studies that show if you incorporate a reverse mortgage younger, you can bolster your other assets and not drain them so quickly. So overall, you have more equity left, more cash flow and assets to leave to your heirs. Um, so that one's a little more high level, but it's fantastic when you incorporate it. Um can't do it on million dollar properties. As I said, we have really large values out here. And another misconception, which used to be true, was that you don't have to qualify for a reverse mortgage. And that comes from prior to 2014. If you had a pulse and a house, you pretty much, and you're old enough, uh, let's get you into a reverse mortgage. You qualified. Well, <laughs> you qualified, yeah. So that led to a lot of property tax and insurance defaults because they weren't checking to make sure people could pay those ongoing expenses, which are a requirement of the loan. So now we do have qualifying standards. And when it's not a fit, it's very obvious and we orient to downsizing or selling and doing something else, maybe moving in with family. Um, But we do have to qualify. It's just easier because we don't have a payment or qualifying to. I can also use equity as income and I can dissipate assets.
1: Wow, interesting, a lot of different options there. Yeah. Very good, very good, okay. So you, um, uh, earlier you touched a little bit on the investment side of things and who can, or what property types can be used. You, You mentioned single family, which in my mind, that's all I was thinking, right? Single family properties but you also mentioned duplexes up to four plexes, if I understood correctly. So can you start to touch on how, you know, somebody might be able to leverage one of those properties that they're living in for investment purposes?
2: Yeah, those realtors who are open to introducing a new concept, this is one of my favorites. Someone can either already live in or go to purchase a one to four unit as long as they're going to live in one of those units. And do a reverse mortgage so there's no mortgage payment, but then rent out the other three units and you're getting that monthly income for as long as you live in the home. And typically those multiple units, not more than four, it's one to four residential, um, but typically those appreciate better too. So you're really hedging any of that loan balance growth.
1: That is pretty cool. (laughs) That is very cool. You have somebody paying you while you're not having to pay Pay out, so that's awesome. Very, very cool. Um, All right, so start to to fill us in on what happens. You mentioned a a a bit ago about um, you know when this gets left to the heirs. How how will the heirs deal with this? How does this become something that is? viable for, and, and this is a case in point, my neighbor right across the street from me, I was just talking to her yesterday. Her, her husband has become pretty, you know, incapacitated. And so she's wondering, she's probably in her mid seventies and she's wondering what to do. We were just talking yesterday about refinancing and all that. They do have some equity in their property. So we were talking about those things. And as you've been describing all this, I'm like, this is what she should do. And so, but tell us what happens um, if her spouse passes and then if she continues to live there and then maybe even if she passes later on, what happens to the property through those stages as well as when it goes to the heirs?
2: So if you're looking at a situation where one spouse is younger younger than the requirement for that loan, which on some is 62, on some loans it's 60. That's a much bigger conversation. Message me and we'll talk about it. But in general, I want to have both borrowers be over the age limit so we can avoid any of the the extra steps they've got to take if one passes. So assuming both people are over age 60 when they do the mortgage and they're married and they're both borrowers, Or sometimes we've had mothers and sons, so you don't have to be married. You can be family. Um, But both borrowers, one borrower can pass away, and that's fine. The mortgage will continue on. Uh, When that second borrower does pass away, then the heirs have options. They still inherit the home, so it's important they have a plan. In most cases, there's still going to be a lot of equity, so you don't want to mail the keys in. If for whatever reason, maybe the market has crashed, maybe they've lived and had this reverse mortgage till they're 115 and there is no more equity, they have the option to mail the keys in. But as I said, that's pretty far-fetched for today's market. So most people will choose the realtor they want. And realtors, listen up. If you're the realtor who understands how the reverse works, consumers are freaked out about it and their air, the heirs weren't typically involved in the conversations, so it's news to them. If you understand this stuff, you're going to put yourself head and shoulders above the competition in that listing appointment. So um, you're gonna have, the heirs are gonna have an appraisal required immediately As soon as the borrower dies, it triggers a bunch of events. And the reverse mortgage companies have tracking systems, so they will know. There's not typically um, that many that get through the cracks where they don't know the borrower has passed. So they're going to want to establish market value. So your heirs are going to call the company. They get a mortgage statement every month, just like any other mortgage. Call the company's number. Let them know what happened. Coordinate for the appraisal, because they want to establish market value then the heirs have six months to sell the home if that's what they're choosing to do, sell the home. And they can pay back the mortgage that way. If they can't sell it, it has to be all in good faith. They have to be you know, listing the property for market value, not 2 million when it's really worth Mm -hmm. (laughs) 500,000. So as long as it's in good faith, if for whatever reason you can't sell it, you can have two, three month extensions, but you've got to work with the servicing company to get those. Um, we often hear people say, oh, it was so rushed. And a lot of the time that's because they don't look into the reverse requirements up until the reverse company starts calling them. So if you as a listing agent can help guide your clients through this, it will put you head and shoulders above the rest. Um, they also, they don't have to sell. The heirs can refinance that mortgage into a mortgage in their own name. And we see that happen when there's a family home, often when there's only one heir, That'll happen when there's multiple errors. Typically they're selling to Mm -hmm. distribute the equity anyways. Um, And then of course they can pay off the mortgage with any other cash proceeds. Sometimes life insurance will pay out and they'll use that to pay off the mortgage. Um, The fourth situation again is far-fetched, but in 2008, we did see it when there was a real estate market crash and people had had a reverse mortgage for a very long time. The lending limits used to be higher. So the old reverse mortgages could have much larger loan amounts than we do today. So we have the situation where the balance of the mortgage was higher than the value of the property and the FHA insurance picks up that difference. The heirs can mail the keys in, as we said, it's a non-recourse loan.
1: Wow. Some pretty good options there. Yeah. So I I, I might just add one more thing just for those that are listening to, to kind of think about um, so what Christina just said about realtors, the, the more knowledgeable a realtor is about a reverse mortgage and how they operate, the, the kind of the better leg up that you'll have in dealing with, uh, that, with people that, are, uh, that have a reverse mortgage. I would also extend that out to investors right? So as investors, if we understand how reverse mortgages operate, then we also can help somebody that might be in a reverse mortgage situation uh, if we are looking to either buy their home or, or maybe even make a connection with a realtor or something like that. So uh, for those of you that are just realtor or I'm sorry, just investors and not a realtor or anything like that, don't think that this doesn't apply to you too. The more that you know, the more tools that you have and the better asset you are to those that you're trying to help. So awesome. awesome well, I just pitch. I
0: just learned a ninja trick as a home buyer. And that's um, that, Christina, I think I've got about six months where if the seller, they've got a reverse mortgage on it, I could come in and I could probably buy the property subject to, I could clean it up, I could list it, I could sell it. I've got about six months before the bank is going to be like saying, hey, I want to get paid. Sounds wow. like that's that,
2: that I love that we're talking today because I hadn't thought of it that way. That's brilliant.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. So, cause sometimes sellers will come and they just don't have any extra cash to clean up their property. Like they, so it's not market ready. So that that's the window. That's how we can work with them. That's how we can help them. And then if they're downsizing, if they're bringing, um, if they're bringing grandma or grandpa to a smaller place, then they can go get a new reverse mortgage after we cash out the equity on their existing one. Okay. Love it. All right. I can play chess now with reverse mortgages. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing that this this uh, episode is illustrating to me, it just reinforces the fact that that knowledge is power, right? When you know various things that are out there um, you you go into any situation better armed and better suited to be able to help somebody. So I love it. I, I would have never ever thought about um, having this much knowledge and, and isn't it amazing in what 20, 30 minutes where I'm learning all this and you know I, I guess you are too nate and it's just awesome. So uh, love that uh, everybody that's listening is going to be able to take something away from this. Awesome. Nate, any other questions about reverse mortgages specifically?
0: No main thing. I want to make sure that, um, Christina can touch base with all of our, especially the realtor clients. Um, so if there's realtors that are listening and like, they're like, yeah, I do get some listings that are like this, or I do get some clients that need this. What, what do they do? And I'm sure Chris will get your contact info and whatnot, but like, like, what is the next best step for them?
2: Honestly, if I'm, if I'm not licensed in your state, find a crmp or obviously reach out to me Um, i am licensed in quite a few western states and a couple eastern uh, but a crmp is the person who will be able to help navigate and they're also going to be reverse mortgage focused so they're going to have seen the hard stuff and gotten through it Um, know all the weird things about reverse that a regular mortgage person has no idea about or how to get through like i said we can dissipate the equity and a lot of even reverse people don't know that, but a CRMP has been tested thoroughly on that knowledge. Um, so run the numbers by them and just say, this "Is this possible, whenever interest rates change, right now we're between the twos and fours. So we're really low in reverse as well. But when interest rate changes, when interest rates change, our loan amounts change. So if you tell somebody it works for them this year, in a year from now, when rates are different, it might look different. They'll also be at an older age. So the loan amount changes with that too. Um, My best advice is really run the situation by someone who knows reverse and find your reverse professional and keep them as your reverse person. Don't send reverses to your normal loan guy, unless he's also a CRMP, which there's not that many, but there are a few. Um, and, And really establish that relationship. Hopefully it's with me. I'd love to help as many people as I can. I also have a free training. A lot of agents, then you, if you haven't brought this topic up to a client, the misconceptions that we're talking about today, you will often hear. So don't be scared when you say, you know, I, what about a reverse mortgage? And the client goes, oh, why would you say anything like that? <laughs> it's not what you think. It, today's reverse mortgage is very different than the mortgage reverse mortgages of the past. There's a lot of protections built in. They're a really good product today. So you need to look into how they work today and how they could work for you. I actually have a free training. Um, Do you want me to say the URL? Absolutely, yeah.
1: Go ahead and and shoot it out there to people.
2: Yeah, it's a free training for consumers, so feel free to watch it if you want to. But it will help your borrower get more familiar with the idea. It's uh, www.c2, the letter C, the number 2 getting a call there uh reverses (laughs) c2 reverses oh excuse me the free training is c2webinar.com so c2 is the name of the brokerage that i work for
0: so the letter c C, the number two webinar.com cat2webinar.com c2webinar.com
1: and we'll also be sure and put that in our show notes so if anyone's wondering we'll make sure it's in there that's terrific thank you yeah Thank you. So what's the, uh, you know, they can, they can check out the webinar. Does that have your contact information or would you like to to share your contact info with everyone?
2: It does. Yeah. Um, I can share my contact. You can put it in the show notes, but my website is c2reverses.com. Um, connect with me on Facebook. Honestly, I'm sharing stories. I'm sharing tips. I'm sharing insights. Uh, so Christina Harms and I'm a CRMP on, on Facebook and you'll get ongoing updates and easy access to my team and I.
1: That's terrific.
0: Yeah, and and for for those of you that are listening, I I did get a chance to spend a little bit of time with Christina at the last mastermind that I was with her at, and um, she's a sweetheart. You might not be able to see her right now on camera because you're listening to a podcast, but she's a beautiful lady. She like her heart is really really warm. Um, When I went up and started talking to her about this stuff, she just lit up. She got these big smiles and like was ready to pour out all this information and love, and so. Uh, for anyone that does want to get more in-depth research on this or knowledge on this, I would definitely hit her up. Like she's a, She's a
1: really good person at the core.
2: Thank you, Nate.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Glad to hear it. Okay. Do you mind if I throw out a marketing question at you, Christina, before we wrap things up?
2: Let's go. I love it.
1: All right, so this is this is something that's near and dear to my heart personally, and so um, you know, obviously Nate, when he introduced you, he introduced you as the uh, the queen of reverse mortgages, which I absolutely love. Um, and so, I guess my question for you is just purely on a marketing basis, and so I, I really want those that are um, that are listening to either build their uh, real estate investment business, or maybe their real estate agent business or whatever. I really want, want you guys to listen up um, because there is a saying out there that says that the riches are in the niches, right? And so, you know, you're a licensed mortgage broker. You can do any kind of mortgage uh, in, I guess, in the state of California, maybe other states as well. Um, what has focusing on reverse mortgages done for you from a business standpoint?
2: It's been amazing. Um, first off, I found the area that I love. So I love every client I work with. I love every day that I have in the office. I love bringing people up on my team into what I do and really showing them how much they can learn and reverse and then how much they can impact people's lives. Um, but it's been lucrative. <laughs> I'm not going to lie there. Um, so not only is my every day more enjoyable, But I am the reverse mortgage go-to for all mortgage brokers across the nation, which if you are the person to go to for this one particular niche that nobody really understands and with seniors, there's reasons that people don't want to work with them, even though everybody loves, not everybody, but most people love seniors, a lot of them don't do technology. So for a regular mortgage broker, that's a huge baffling experience. What do I do? How do I deal with this person who doesn't have DocuSign? Um, And so if you can figure out, my team navigates it really easily and, and makes the client feel comfortable. Oh, no problem. It's like one in four that we have to work with without technology. So if you can figure out how to become the best at that and get the client service really high. Like I have a a local realtor friend who's the divorce realtor guy. When people are divorcing, he's been through that situation himself and he's helped a lot of people sell their houses through divorce. And he has the personality to navigate that. So whatever you're kind of apt to. And as Nate said, like I, I have a big heart. I just absolutely love my seniors and I always do right by them. And in reverse, you have to, you're not going to get far if you're that sleazy salesperson. So find your niche. That's really whatever you're meant to be, figure it out and just dive in. Don't hesitate. I'm so glad I don't have the days of getting a VA buyer that says, oh yes, can you do a VA? But we also have a cash out and my FICO score is 611 and I had a bankruptcy, whatever it is. I don't have to figure that random situation out anymore because I know my guidelines. I know my products so well because I'm not distracted with other stuff.
1: I love that. I absolutely love that. So the thing that I caught out of there, so many different things, but the thing that, that really stood out to me was you are the go-to person. And so for anybody listening, if, if you were looking for any kind of service, would you rather, uh, you know, just find somebody randomly, or would you rather work with the person that is known as the go-to person in that field? And so uh, from a marketing standpoint, folks, take Christina's advice, her example, and become the go-to person in whatever your niche is, whatever you're trying to do, uh, your, whether that's your area or a specific niche within a, the industry or whatever. So I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that, Christina.
2: Yeah, if, if you're apt to seniors, there's a designation, SRES, Senior Real Estate Specialist. Um, that's needed. You know, like I said, if you're okay working without technology, and maybe you're good at that, that's needed in the marketplace.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all that. Nate, great, yep. uh, great guest here
0: yeah I agree. Christina, thanks for coming on today. We appreciate you looking forward to doing some more stuff with you in the future.
2: Yeah, absolutely thank you for having me. This has been awesome.
1: Awesome. Christina, thank you so much. Everyone listening. I really hope that you uh, find a way to connect with Christina and uh, learn from her on you know any topic related to or any you know aspect of reverse mortgages. She is the reverse mortgage go-to person, otherwise known as the reverse mortgage queen. So with that being said, thanks everyone for joining us on this episode. We will uh, see you next time on Social Media Blueprint Podcast. Thanks so much.